a few weeks ago, I was back in Vandalia, Illinois for my aunt's funeral. And my family there has a cabin in the woods. And in the woods, by the cabin, there's an orchard that my grandfather planted many years ago. Now, he was an amateur horticulturalist and an attorney by trade, but he liked to grow all kinds of flowers and fruit and nuts, and so there's still roses and some iris and a walnut tree that we would break open the walnuts and haul the nuts out as children so my grandmother could bake them into chocolate chip cookies. And if you found a haul in the cookies, you won a prize. <laughs> As we walked back there through the orchard, we came across some old grapevines that hadn't been tended for years. And it was all a combination and mass of vines and branches of leaves all tangled together. There were wooden posts and wires that had once been there to support this neat grapevine. And now the grapevines held up the wooden posts and the wires themselves. And I remembered a time when my uncle, my great uncle, reached back into that grapevine and pulled out a clump of sweet, delicious, dark purple grapes. And oh, we did enjoy them. I've been thinking this week about a couple of funerals. And the funerals that, I'm, I'm, that stand out are the funerals of Freddie Gray and Brian Moore. And we all know that Freddie Gray was the young man, 25 years old, African-American, who died while in police custody in Baltimore. And yesterday, there was a funeral for a 25-year-old man, a police officer, Brian Moore, white, who was killed by an African-American gunman. This morning already, there were two police officers killed in Mississippi. And I think about that grapevine and sometimes our world looks like someone has come along and ripped those vines apart. That someone has come along and dismantled the parts. Then they've separated it out so that there's black over here and there's white over here. And then there's Christian and Muslim and Jew. Labor Party, Conservative Party, straight, gay. And there's just this mess of disconnectedness. And we are divided by our ideology or race or politics. And when we are cut and chopped up into these pieces, there is no life. Nothing good happens. When we are cut off from each other, we all die. 
and we know this to greater or lesser extents, in our families, things get ripped apart or they break. And we try and pick up those pieces. The hope that Jesus gives us today is that underneath the pieces, there is a network, a structure that nothing can break, that no one can tear apart. And that is the love of God. This text could sound sentimental, full of those cliches. Love one another as I have loved you. Until we know that the context for this scripture is Jesus' last conversation with his friends. This is John's, in the Gospel of John, Jesus' long farewell discourse. And just as Jesus is about to be torn apart, broken apart from him, and the disciples, Judas betrays the rest of the group, and Jesus dies, Jesus says to them, I am the vine, you are the branches. I am in God, and God is in me. And I am in you. Remain in my love. Remain in me. Not try to connect up with me again. Continue the relationship that we have through love. Jesus gives us an image of God as sacred presence that flows through us and in us and all around us that connects us and makes us one so that we bear good fruit and there is joy. This is different from the image of God we often hear, the super-ego God who stands over us and makes sure that we are loving each other. And we try to do that so we don't get in trouble with God and God doesn't get angry with us and cut us off. Jesus gives us the different image that God is part of us and we are part of God. And nothing can take that away. Jesus invites us to recognize the divine presence in the connections all around us and to be embraced by that sacred presence as surely as the vines and the branches wrap around each other so that we cannot pull them apart. Jesus implores us to let this web, this tangle of connection be our strength, our source of life. God is the whole mass. God is the sacred presence. This is just who God is. And we are part of of that. We are that. We all are held together in the love of God. In God, we are one. Our different ideologies, ethnicities, nationalities, sexualities, like it or not, we are 
one, and this is God. We can deny the oneness of humanity, waging war against the other, diminishing our own humanity. We can come, become estranged, where we just don't see the connections that we have, that we don't know the love that is around us. We can seek to cut ourselves off, but the connections haven't gone away. By the fifth month of pregnancy, the umbilical cord has formed, actually the fifth week of pregnancy. And that umbilical connects the mother to the developing child. And through this cord flows all the oxygen and nutrients that a fetus needs to grow. I am the cord, Jesus says. You all are that child. God is like the mother from whom life flows. Now Jesus' disciples up until this point have been in the womb. And Jesus has been their cord of life. And he has taught them and fed them with word and spirit. He has given them his body and his blood. He has loved them into life. And as Jesus goes to the cross and the cord is cut, Jesus says, abide in me. Remain connected through prayer and song. Let my word nourish you. My body feed you through community as you pray for each other and feed one another and care for the poor. Come together to sing and rebuild homes. Come together and be that connection to the young men in prison. As Tara just told us, we are a connection that is life-giving and transforming. It is the nature of God's love to seek us out and embrace us, to make those connections come to light, to light them up. In about 10 minutes, I'm going to be, or 10 minutes after this service ends, I'm going to go meet a group of people who have been drawn in our community of faith, and they will be welcomed as members at our 1115 service. They have been embraced by you. They have come to discover new connections that make us all come alive. Also, at that service, we'll celebrate the baptism of Asher Jeffrey Watts. Y'all may know Aaron and Bill Watts. Asher, that baby, that new branch in the vine of God's love. And we'll celebrate God's indwelling in his soul as the water, another image of God's spirit that flows through us and connects us. As this tangled mass of branches, we will pledge to support him. We will promise to love him and teach him the love of Jesus. We will covenant to nurture him so that he may abide in God's love and know the fruit of that love growing in his life. And we promise one day to take him to the orchard and show him the vines 
to sit at a picnic table with him while Jesus feeds the 5,000 and the sheep are resting near the stream. We promise to reach into that vine and pull out that clump of grapes and share together the sweet fruit of God's love and know that joy. Amen.